of the series I've been instructing me to do on the tree of rejection. Father, we thank you this morning for another opportunity to bring the word of God to your people. We thank you for all the testimonies of people who are sending in, that they're getting delivered, they're getting set free, they're getting healed. Hallelujah, the revelation and insight is coming. We just invite them and welcome those that have been watching us overseas. Welcome this morning. This is our Sunday morning, uh, 27th of September, 2020. This is a uh, opportune time. I didn't, didn't know this, this particular message lined up with what was taking place yesterday in the, at the White, uh, uh, in Washington where they had the, the return prayer and they were breaking curses and breaking things and breaking curses off the nation. And uh, they had two different events at the same time, on one at the, one at the mall and one at the uh, Capitol building there, or Lincoln Mall. And so there were two different groups doing it. So there was a lot of repentance going on, a lot of praying and a lot of uh, things. And we believe, God, uh, this is what's going to solidify uh, and keep us from going over the precipice of destruction in America. Amen. And so I want to minister this. I call it cursed or blessed. Uh, you can see there's King Kong and the monster and you in the middle. Amen. Who's going to eat you or who's going to protect you? <laughs> so I'm liking that to the tree of rejection because you got re rejection on one side and pride on the other side. You know, King Kong was very prideful. You know, he said, nobody whooped me. I'm the baddest in the jungle. Amen. And so we want to demolish this cursed fruit of pride. Uh, there's a there's a fruit. I'm going to deal with the fruit of pride. That's uh, 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 and the curses that are going with it. Uh, Hosea 4 and 11 uh, says that the uh, whoredom and wine and new wine take away the heart. And my people ask counsel that their stocks, their staff declare unto them for the spirit of whoredom has caused them to err and they've been going whoring from God. And so Hosea. In Hosea, we find the people turning to idols, to divination, to uh, being intoxicated with sexual immorality, uh, and God calls that whoredom. And stakes, it takes away the heart. The heart is the mind, the soul, the mind, the intellect, the emotions. And so when we look at that, whoredom in Strong's dictionary means sexual infidelity, idolatry, which is derived from uh, adultery said wine in Strong's means fermented grape juice by implication intoxication new wine in the Strong's is uh, uh, fermented wine or new sweet wine and takeaway in Strong means to remove remove same word that we find in Genesis 5 24 and Enoch walked with God and he was not and God took him and so God took him now, idolatry is worship of any kind of object as a god and given an absolute religious devotion and ultimate trust in something that is not God. So idolatry, even if they, uh, we got the, the, the dope smokers, they, that, that's their god, you know, that yeah. mighty weed. You know, they got 15 different varieties and flavors and colors and textures and strength and all the kind of stuff. This has gone crazy, just absolutely crazy. So... On the side of pride, on this pride side of the tree of rejection, it causes, pride causes rebellion, which leads to idolatry, which leads to whoredom, that leads to sexual sin, 
And all of these combined together leads to bondage. They all go to bondage. Every, uh, all of these. Whoredom, pride, idolatry. And I'm going to look at it under this thing a little bit. In Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68, they've got a whole slew of, if you do this, I'm going to bless you. But if you, do, you don't want to obey me, this is what you're going to get. So we're going to take a look at some of these scriptures in here. Deuteronomy 28, 15 says now, but it shall come to pass that if you don't obey the voice of the Lord your God and observe all his commandments, his statutes, which I command you today, all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Curses. So there's a blessing and a curse. The blessing, God said, I'm going to bless you. No sickness, no disease of Egypt will come upon you. Or you can choose sickness. Or you can have a prosperous business. Or you can have poverty. You can have a good family life. I'll give you a good family life. Or if you want to curse, you can have a broken family. Victory over your enemies, you go into bondage. A respected position, you'll be in a mental institution, insanity. Many offspring, you'll have loss of children. Holy unto God, then you'll be having God's not even going to talk to you. So he said, if you voice the voice of the Lord, these blessings are going to come. He said, I'll take away the sickness and disease. Jesus, in Acts chapter 10, said, Jesus, how God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Spirit and with strength and with power and the ability that he went about doing good, healing all that were harassed, curing all the harassed that were oppressed by the power of the devil, for God was with him. And so that promise is even here now. God will heal us of all our diseases, all of our sicknesses. Jesus was anointed. He's anointed his church to do the same thing. And so you don't have to walk around sick, but there are thousands and millions walking around in America now sick with infirmity because they don't receive the Lord of God and rebel against God. Deuteronomy 28, 21, and 22, look at these verses. It says, the Lord will make the plague, the pestilence, Cling unto you until he has consumed you from off the land which you, are, you shall go to possess. So we see the plague through America. Uh, I don't know. They say China, China did it, but that's okay. God allowed it to happen. And so the plague is here. The Lord will smite you with consumption. Consumption is tuberculosis, breathing difficult, lung diseases, and with fever and inflammation, fiery heat. Ooh, it's hot in here. Turn the fan on. Hot flashes. <laughs> Sword and adult and drought, blast, blast, blasting and mildew, they pursue you until you perish. And the picture I got is of, of, of Naban the leper. He was leprosy, he had the plague uh, was on him. He couldn't get healed unless he went and dipped in the river Jordan. Chronic sickness, God said. Deuteronomy, God said, you want a chronic sickness? There's so many people got pills. Uh, I believe somebody prayed this morning. I think Karen prayed about uh, those that were taking pills. I don't know who was praying this morning about those who are bound. Uh, Cynthia was praying about those that are addicted to medicine, doctor's pills and all kind of pills. Chronic sickness. Deuteronomy 28, 27 says, the Lord will smite you with boils of Egypt and tumors, scurvy and itch. 
from which you cannot be healed. So when you talk about scurvy and you talk about cirrhosis and alopecia and all that stuff, that's a curse. That's itching. You got people got scratchy skin and scaly skin and itches and stuff. That's a curse. God said, I'll smite you with the boils of Egypt and tumors. They'll have you on the what's that show called? The pimple poppers. Amen. Yeah. You got all, <laughs> that's a curse on your skin. It's so nasty. Verse 35 of Deuteronomy 28 says, The Lord will smite you in the knees, arthritis, and on your legs with a soul boil that cannot be healed. Call it the gout. And, you know, you get the diabetes, you get a sore on your leg, it can't get healed. It just, it just constantly uh, sore. You got to take care of it. From the sole of your foot to the top of your head. Mm -mm, I, I don't want that kind of curse. Then he said in verse 58 to 60, he said, now, <clears throat> then, if that wasn't enough, <laughs> smite y'all over, then the Lord will bring upon you and your descendants. This is why we have to kill this tree of rejection, because it's coming on our children, grandchildren, great-grand-great-grandchildren, and they don't even realize it, why they're getting sick, why they have cancer at one-year-old and two-year-old and three-year-old. They don't know that these curses are here. Ex look at extraordinary strokes. And blows. Strokes and blows. Great plagues of long continuance. And grievous sicknesses of long duration. Some people just sick all the time. Yeah. Constantly in and out of the hospital. Can't never get healed. That's a curse. Moreover, he will bring upon you all the diseases of Egypt. Now there were ten plagues that he released. Which you are afraid. And they're going to cling to you. Just cling to you. So he said, you don't want to obey me. You don't want to be blessed. Then here's what's going to happen. He said, also, verse 24 says, the, the Lord will make, your, make the rain of your land powdered and soil and dust. When we say land, it's not necessarily physical land, but a spiritual land. Powdered, just dry. And the heaven shall, be, shall come down upon you and you shall be destroyed. Now, you have to remember that back in those days, their whole livelihood was, was farming and crops. And God said, I'll send a drought. I'll send dryness. You, that's, your, that's poverty and lack. Verse 38 and 39 says, you shall carry much seed out into the field and shall gather little in, for the locust shall consume it. Consume it. Verse 39, you shall plant vineyards and dress them, then all... Then shall neither drink the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worm shall eat it. That's frustration there. You sowing seed and you've been giving and giving. He said, Lord, where my blessing? God said, the curse is operating. You can't get nothing. You sown, uh, you reap what you sow. You didn't sow to the spirit, so you reap to the flesh. Then he said, uh, you receive job loss through theft, through robbery, through embezzlement, through fraud, through identity theft. You know, they're stealing your identity now. Uh, somebody tried to steal, send me, uh, said I bought some $500 worth of Bitcoin the other day. I got an email. And it had, fate, it had uh, PayPal on it. And, said, and, and they said, call this number if you don't agree with this in 24 hours. I ain't calling you because I ain't ordering nothing. And if you try to get some money out of my account, you will put some money in my account when you see how empty it is. Amen. <laughs> You'll feel sorry for me. And just, you want to give me $500 Bitcoin? Go ahead and give me $500 Bitcoin. I, you don't answer those things because once you answer, then they start trying to get your information. Amen. 
Deuteronomy 28.20 says, The Lord shall cause to send you curses, confusion, and rebuke in every enterprise to which you set your hand until you're destroyed, perishing quickly because of the evil of your doings by which you have forsaken me, Moses, and God as one. So God, God said, you start a business, have employees stealing your money. Fraud, embezzlement, they steal your identity, they write checks that they ain't supposed to be writing, you can't trust them. Uh, God said, all of these things are going to come because you refuse the blessing. You want to eat off the tree of rejection. You want to eat off the leaves of pride. You want to let pride have its way in your life. So God said, all this stuff comes on because of rebe pride, rebellion, idolatry, whoredom. All of these can come from that. He said, then he said, I'll give you broken families. Broken families. Uh, where's go There's so many broken families now. Thousands and thousands of our young women and men have been kidnapped for sex trade and, 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 and uh, adrenochrome and, and taking their adrenochrome. And this is a mess going on in America. That's why they had to repent yesterday. Deuteronomy 28, 32. Your sons and your daughters were given to another people. In Africa, they, they, they advertise, come to Abu Dhabi, come to Arabia, we got jobs here. And then they, 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 these ladies go there and they take their passport and they make them slaves, house slaves. Your sons and daughters shall be given to another people and your eyes shall look and fail for the longing of them all the day. And there shall be no power in your hand to prevent it. Your sons will go into, into sex slaves, into prostitution, into the crack houses and the whorehouses. All of these things, he said, this is going to come because of the curse. Verse 28 says, you shall beget sons and daughters, but you shall not enjoy them. Yeah, there's a lot of parents in Chicago right now have lost a lot of sons and daughters because of killing. And they're not even enjoying their children because of the curse that is upon us. And that curse comes from not only from us, but from those that are in authority over us. Those that are the mayors, the governors, those that are in authority, allow these spirits and allow these, these laws to be changed, allow these, 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 the perversion to come into our cities and our states, and, and then we all are cursed. And so that's why God said, if my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, because he said them heathen ain't going to pray. They ain't going to do anything but keep doing what they're doing. And so I believe this thing is broken in this nation. The curses are being broken even today, that a turnaround is coming. Uh, they're seeing a turnaround all over the world. They're seeing a turnaround. Uh, one of the pastors reported, he said, that, he said that he had the first service, and he said it was so packed he didn't know what to do. People wanted to get saved. They were just coming. See, he ain't got to evangelize. They just showed up. God is opening up. So all of this brings to bondage and torture. Tenure of service. Become a slave. Your children shall become slaves. Verse uh, 28, uh, uh, 25. We break that thing. We break that thing. Amen. They brought uh, the black men over 400 years. It's been 400 years now. 1620. Now here in 2020. This thing got to break. This racism spirit has to be broken. Because there's only one race. It's the human race. God's kingdom. God's people. Verse 25 of Deuteronomy 28. The Lord will cause you to be struck down before your enemies. You shall go out one way against them and, and, and flee seven ways before them. And you shall be tossed to and fro, be in terror among all the kingdoms of the earth. Now that, you know, we all lived under some of this before we got saved. We just didn't know what was going on. Then God said, I'll curse you with insanity. Insanity. Deuteronomy 28, 28. He said, I'll smite you with madness and blindness. Schizophrenia. 
and dismay of mind and heart. Verse 34, uh, Deuteronomy 28, so that you will be driven mad by the sights which your eyes shall see. Just mad. Some of these folks are mad now. They want to try to tear up America. They're just going crazy. Just nuts. But God said all of these things are coming from pride, whoredom, idolatry, and all of these things. A fraud, embezzlement, insanity, derangement of mind, insanity in your mind, unsound, deranged. Uh, uh, generally refers to severe mental illness which people cannot care for themselves. And a lot of the, a lot of the uh, mental institutions, they shut down. So now they're out in the street. Just walk up and stab you with a knife. Why you stab? I don't know. I just the demon told me to stab you, so I just stab you. Just crazy. Refute confusion, rebuke. Everything's in confusion. Everything's in a rebuke. Then he said, "You even lose your soul." That, that that's here. This thing is strong. Ezekiel thirteen twenty. He said, thus says the Lord God, behold, I'm against your pillows, your charms, and veils, which you snare human lives like birds. And I will tear them from your arms and let the lives you hunt go free, the lives you have snaring like birds, witches, warlocks, uh, psychic. They know how to go into the spirit realm and capture your and capture people's soul. The person is there, but only part of them is there. The demon comes in and takes over part of their emotions and part of their soul, and they walk around bound up and don't even know they're bound. When a part of the soul is lost, it's replaced by an unclean spirit. That's why David said, the Lord restoreth my soul, my mind, my will, and emotions, because when you get beat, and, and you've been uh, from society, from family, and from school when you were a child, and you get beat down <clears throat> as, a, as a child and rejected and bruised. All of these things, spirits enter in, and you don't even know that's not your character. And you've been living with these devils all your life since you were five, three, two, one. You don't even know. Ezekiel 13, 21 says, your deceptive veils... Also will I tear and deliver my people out of your hand. You say, well, why, how, how, how does this Black Lives Matter all of us jump and jump out? What have they been doing? They, they're calling on ancestral families, spirits, to overshadow the, the young people that are involved in the Black Lives Matter movement. And these demons are controlling their thoughts and their minds. They don't even know why they're out there in the street. They're just out there. And then when you see them on the, after they've been arrested and you see their mugshot, you say, wow, this is, the, this is the bottom of society. This is the scourged or rejected people of the earth, that re, of society. They just rejected and they needed something to get some identity from. So they went out there and uh, right because they've got people that are paying for their bail. They're paying for these millionaires are paying them to do these things. I was reading a little article, uh, just this mind, how, how demonic it is that in some of the ritzy hotels in New York, the high-class hotels. He said, he said they'd be filled with thugs. Thugs and, 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 and thieves. He said, well, where are these people getting this money? Who's reserving these rooms for these people so they can go out at night and protest and break windows and stuff? Somebody's paying for this. George. George. <laughs> 
We know who it is, George. Yeah. George is doing that. He's, he's back. He, not only George, but there's a lot of other millionaires oh, yeah. and billionaires doing their finance. That's why we need this wealth transfer to fight that. Amen. We need increase in the church to come and break that band of, of, that they're paying these people to do that. Yeah. Amen? He said, he said, your deceptive veils I will also tear and deliver my people out of your hand. And they shall no more be a hand to be hunted, to be snared. So people are hunting for souls now. Then you shall know and understand that I'm the Lord. Amen. So he said, you'll lose memory. You'll have, when, when you lose part of your soul, you have memory loss. You have learning problems. You have a, a hard ability to express yourself. There's sometimes there's a mental block that comes. He restores my soul. That's why he has to restore my soul. And these, these spirits will block you from learning. They'll block you from progressing. They'll block you. Uh, uh, the, the, when you get bound up with witchcraft and drugs and alcohol and stuff. I remember uh, I was working as a, a, a master schedule in a production plant in, in the, right here in Aurora, BRK Electronics. I, I was a master scheduler. I was scheduled the production of the smoke detectors and all the parts and all the parts around the world and doing all this stuff. And I had, you, had to, uh, uh, you had to do the uh, uh, schedulers thing. You had to take classes outside, you know, and pass these classes, you know, to be qualified to be this and that. And I would study this stuff and I would go take that test and like I had a brain freeze. You ever looked at a question like, what is this? Like you never studied at all. Like it's it foreign to me. You know, I, I just sat there for the whole time. I didn't even pass the thing. I had a spirit that was blocking my memory. I couldn't even memorize the, what I had studied. I might get delivered from that spirit, but there are spirits that will block you from learning, block you from understanding. Then God said, I'm going to cut you off, and you ain't going to. He said, When you pray, your heaven's going to be like brass. Your word is going to hit that ceiling and come right back down. The heavens of your head shall be brass. And the earth under your feet shall be iron. Feet hurt and your head hurt. Amen. There's like a glass ceiling. You know what I'm talking about? A glass ceiling. Your prayers don't get through. Nothing. God said, I ain't even talking to you. I only want to hear from you unless it's a prayer of repentance. So there's a lack of communication that comes with this curse according to Deuteronomy 28, 23. You, you, you're talking to a wall. The, the iron earth will not bring forth vegetation. Idolatry prayer makes prayer life unproductive and fruitful. The lack of communication with God, which results from worshiping another God or trusting in your own abilities and desires, actually starts by turning a deaf ear to his commands. When you stop listening to God, you get into trouble. And when you get into idolatry and don't repent, you don't turn away, then you become a slave to the specific sin you're serving instead of God. John 34 says, know that you submit yourselves unto you. That's who you serve. You become a servant of uh, when you submit yourself. He said, John uh, 8.34 says, most assuredly, I said to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. Do you not, Romans 6.16, do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey, that you are the one slaves whom you obey, whether to sin of leading to death or obedience leading to righteousness? You're, you're in sin. So it gives us warning. Warning. Don't give heed to deceiving spirits in the last days. Matthew 24.10 talks about in the last days the love of many shall wax cold. And we're seeing the love of many wax cold. 
1 Timothy 1 verse 4, 1 Timothy 4 verse 1 and 2 says expressly, expressly, the Spirit says expressly, in the latter times some would depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Doctrines of devils. So you can't depart from the living God. The first step is you will be deceived. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Lies in hypocrisy. We've seen that coming out of Washington, D.C. for the last, uh, this whole year. We're going we're we're to impeach Trump. We're going to lie on him. We're going to do every, whatever we can do. We're going to lie. And then be a hypocrite about it. Having their own conscience seared with our, they've gotten to the point now they don't even care what they say. Uh, some of them are, I just seen on some of them say, uh, if Trump gets elected again, a lot of Americans going to leave, leave America. No, no. The ones that are saying that are the ones that are guilty. They're the ones in the sexual sin and pedophilia. No, all of them. Are, oh, we got 500. Well, it's 500 voices that are about to get caught, and they need to get out and go and get before they get caught. I'd run too if I did what you did. <laughs> You'd be right, trying to hide your sin. He that covers his sin shall not prosper. <laughs> Rosie, be on Rosie. I know who's doing it. George did it. <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't and that ain't curious, George, either. <laughs> Hebrews twelve sixteen and seventeen says, "Least there be any fornicator or profane person, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears." Let me just give a quick case study here, a, 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 a testimony of, of a guy named Andy. <clears throat> Andy and his wife were saved in a crusade in the 70s. And he was an auto body mechanic, and, and his wife Joy stayed at home who cared for three children. They had a comfortable, lower middle class lifestyle. As they began to tithe, God increased their income. And with this increase in income came the desire for more prosperous lifestyle to show how God really blessed them. Everybody got to see how God blessed me. As things and positions became more important, the children entered school. Joyce began to work cleaning homes for, more, for the more affluent families in town. And he began to covet expensive and flashy cars. <clears throat> Joyce began to covet expensive arts of, objects of art, furnishings, and the home she cleansed. The new business Andy entered in no longer continued to increase in profitability, but personal expenses continued to grow. They asked for prayer to break the curse of poverty. And when they believed that it was a problem, it had to be coming from the outside source. They did not believe anything they were doing would cause poverty because God promised prosperity to everyone who paid their tithe. So when confronted with their covetousness, which is idolatry, according to Colossians 3.5, they refuse to accept it as a cause. Sometimes the answer is right in your face. And accuse God of being unfaithful. Now you know you're really wrong. Now you start accusing God. You went way off now. God, it's your fault. 
Like Adam said, it's your fault, God. You the one that gave me this woman. I ain't asked for her. You did it. <laughs> you did it. I ain't did nothing. So over the next years, they struggled into bankruptcy. They withdrew from the fellowship. Then over the next 20 years, their children paid the price of their parents' idolatry as they were drawn into sexual promiscuity. So this cup just leads to the curse over the whole family, man. Uh, uh, Colossians 3.5 says, Therefore put to death your members which are in the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. And so when we got to covet these things, and I got to have these things, it's my things, I, I need these things, there. you're in trouble. Yeah. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. And so there's a lot of <clears throat> things that are coming un un under these branches here of whoredom, bitterness, rebellion, stubbornness. I'm going to get into all of it. Although the word whoredom has sexual overtones, it's a type of idolatry more than just sexual things. It's, a, it's an it's a, it's a synonymous with adultery, infidelity, and idolatry. And adultery can be spiritual adultery. Just not physical adultery, spiritual adultery. Uh, uh, I did a teaching on adultery. Uh, let me just deal with this. We'll do with what Strong says. James 4 and 4 says, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that friendship with the world is enmity with God. So here, if you're friend with the world, the Bible says you're adultery. Jesus, James said you're adultery if you're friend with the world. It's enmity with God. God fights against that. So whoredom in Strong's means infidelity, idolatry, whoredom. Adulter in the Strong's dictionary means, it's the Greek word, myochus. It means a male polymer, apostate adulterer. Adultery. Now, the spirit of adultery is not what you think it is. The spirit of adultery is a spirit in a person that looks for a married person to have a relationship with because they don't want commitment. It's a spirit. As long as I'm not committed, I don't have to commit to you. It's a spirit. So it's not just the, in the person, but it's a spirit that causes people to look for someone to, uh, 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 mar someone married. It's a spirit. It goes specifically after married people. They don't go after anybody else. It's a spirit. Polymer is a one who loves or is loved illicitly or you know, prostitute, whatever. Mistress. Call it a mistress. Side chick now they call it. Is that what they call it now? <laughs> side chick. Or my side, my side dude. What do they call a dude? They call a dude something. They got another name, name for the side dude too. You know, they got a side dude. The women are vicious as the men, amen? No, you only come on Thursday. I told you, you don't come on Wednesday. You come on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. God said in Jeremiah 30, He said, return, O backsliding children, says the Lord, I, for I'm married to you, not somebody else, and I will take you from one city and two from a family and bring you to Zion. You are betrothed to one husband that I may present you a chaste virgin to Christ. So you don't have no business committing spiritual adultery. The Bible says if a man look upon a woman lustfully, he's already committed adultery. No. 
And so that's why we need deliverance because, you know, uh, some of these folks coming into church, were coming into church with half dressed, half skinned. These men's eyes ain't saved. <laughs> I don't know why women think men's eyes are saved. They ain't saved. Mm-mm. We're trying to get them delivered. And y'all coming in and trying to seduce them. That's man's weakness is his eyes. Man's weakness is his eyes. You show him a pornography, it burns an image into his brain. He'll, he'll have a flashback a week later of that, of that image. Women, sweet words. Just give you some sweet words and you're ready for another phone call. Please call me again. <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> really? I look like that? Oh, thank you. <laughs> so the results of whoredom are adultery and fornication, alcoholism, I think that's a whole story there. Lost of soul and sexual sin. And for those that don't know what fornication is, fornication is human sexual intercourse between uh, 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 somebody other than your husband and wife. That's fornication. So don't do it. The reason that rejection is expressed in multiple sexual partners, fornication, adultery, is because of the sins of the fathers. And that's a whole other thing. The spirits come in through the bloodline, through the fathers. Amen. My father was a rolling stone. Amen. Wherever he laid his hat, that was his home. <laughs> I thought, how many in my family? I got three, four, five half-brothers and sisters that I didn't know. It took a long time to find out. 30 years later, oh, you're my sister. <laughs> I didn't know that. There's 10 in my media family. And then they come find another, some more out there. Out there, and this, this is about 16 of them. Something. That's all they did back then in, in the 40s, in the 30s and 40s, back there in the country, in the woods, in the dark. <laughs> they didn't care whether he was a cousin or not. <laughs> Jesus. The curse has to be broken. The Bible says, Ezekiel 16, 40 said, Indeed, everyone who quotes Proverbs will use Proverbs against you, like mother, like daughter, the sins of the father. Or you just like your father. You just like your mother. Or you just like your uncle. You was crazy and you crazy too. Amen. You just, and they put designs and curses over your life. That has to be broken off of your life in order for you to uh, get completely free. The alcoholism and drugs is, is off of this tree. It comes off of this tree. Someone up in here, rebellion. Up in there, we're going to cut that leaf off. Alcohol is a very strong and stubborn spirit. It's called, a, it's called the crown of Ephraim, or the spirit of pride is with the alcoholic. Amen? Demons will enter in and uh, take over when they pass out. Demons enter in and uh, they pass out and say, I said that yesterday. Yeah, I don't remember what I said. Yeah, that demon was speaking. You ever talk to alcoholics? They just talk. Nothing makes sense. It just goes off this way, this way, and this way. They start one sentence, and then they over here. Oh, yeah, I know. You know, and you're trying to figure out, what are you saying? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Over and over and over and over and over and over. Or it's your fault. I wouldn't be this way if it wasn't for you. And, and you know, they just blame everybody. Deuteronomy 21. Let me, let me catch up here. 
let me just call this. Uh, we'll go to Deuteronomy two, uh, 21 and 18. But these are some of the spirits. Now, I'm just going to pray this real quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over fornication. We take authority over adultery. Every adultery spirit, we bind you in Jesus' name. Alcoholic spirits must go. Poverty, amnesia, blacking out, learning disorders, we command you to go in Jesus' name. Hyperactive, perverse spirits, we uncover you and expose you for what you are. Incest, bestiality, homosexual spirits, perversion, reprobate mind, spirits of pedophilia that has entered into America, we expose you, sexual dysfunction, we bind you, exhibitionism, sadomasochism, peeping time, fetishism, nymphomania, loss of soul, broken families, infirmity, even dyslexia, dyscalculia, all these uh, looking things backwards and uh, from a mirror vision, we bind in the name of Jesus. Father, we cut this branch down of idolatry. We cut this branch down of whoredom. We chop it up and we, we put it in the chopper and we make it into a pulp in Jesus' name. Amen. God said in Deuteronomy 28, 30, he said, You shall betroth a wife, but another man will lie with her. You shall build a house, but you'll not live in it. You shall plant a vineyard, and not gather his gates. Now that's the curse. That, I mean, that's terrible. You marry somebody, and then next thing you know, somebody else that snuck in the back door says, I, I, I won't even go that way. I won't even go that way. I won't even go there. Some of the stuff that people be doing. I was watching a movie, an uh, African movie, and the lady was getting married, and she told the driver to pull over, and she went to an old abandoned house, and her boyfriend was in there, and she had sex with him before she went to the altar. Just crazy stuff. Just crazy. Just absolutely Crazy. Spiritual prostitution is what God calls it. Hosea 4, 4, 13 and 14. They sacrifice on top of the mountains and they burn incense on the hills and under rock. Poplars, terribus, because there is shade, the shade is good. Therefore your daughters play a harlot and your son's wives commit adultery. God said, I'm not going to punish your daughters. When they play the harlot, nor your daughters-in-law when they commit adultery. For the fathers and the husbands themselves go aside in order to be alone with women who prostitute themselves for gain. They sacrifice at the altar which is dedicated to harlots who surrender their chastity in honor of the goddess. Therefore, the people without understanding shall stumble and fall. This is a, this is a true, 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 test, true story. There's a lady in, in, in Delaware, Apostle Hopkins dealt with, and uh, they were married, and she was okay, and, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, after a couple of years, these men started coming after her, trying to talk to her, and trying to seduce her, and, and trying to get her, and she's trying to figure out, why are these men, I'm a married woman, I ain't did nothing, come to find out her husband was out there in the street with the women, and so that spirit was coming after her, because he was out there in lust. The two shall become one in covenant. So when the husband breaks the covenant, the spirit has a right to come in and vex the wife. Amen. She was trying to figure out why is all these men attacked? He was out there cheating. See, you ain't got to tell a woman whether, whether your husband or not is cheating. Y'all know. Y'all that six inch kick in, pew, the radar go up, the antennas go up. You start sniffing. <laughs> Three, five, four, four. I smell another one. 
Jesus. Alcoholism. Deuteronomy 21 18 says, If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or his mother, as though they have chastened him and will not listen to them, then his father and his mother shall take hold of him, bring him out to the elders of this city at the gate of the place where he lives, and they shall say to the elders of the city, This son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of the city shall stone him to death. So shall you cleanse out evil from your midst. And all Israel shall hear and reverently fear. God called it evil for alcoholic to be in Deuteronomy 21, 19, uh, 18, 19, and 20. Deuteronomy 21, 18, 19, and 20 talks about rebellious son, an alcoholic, a drunkard. They don't want to listen. He said, take him out and kill him. That's Old Testament. Ain't y'all glad Jesus died on the cross? Because I know I'd probably be dead by now. I'd been, they would have stoned me. Amen. I wouldn't have felt it, but they would have stoned me. Alcoholic don't feel nothing. They, they'd be drunk. Read about in Proverbs. They get drunk and they don't even know. Wake up all cut up, bruised up. Don't even know they got hit. Why are you walking out? It's 20 degrees below zero. I ain't cold. You get all that alcohol in your veins. <laughs> your body don't react to it. It's, it's amazing how that spirit, the spirit enters them and they can fall off a five-story building and still and get up and walk away. Yeah. Trip, get hit by a car, get up, keep on going. These demons are strong in them. Then this dope opens up the door for drugs, Proverbs 25, 28 to 20, uh, Proverbs 25, 28. He who has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. Ecclesiastes says, whosoever brick of a hedge, a serpent shall come in and bite him. Serpent uh, is a type and shadow of alcohol spirit. Alcohol spirit is a serpent. It's a python spirit. It's a, it's a viper. It's a cobra. It bites like an adder. It's poison. The alcohol is poison. And so we see that curse. That curse came on the Indian nation of America. Uh, they brought, the white man brought that fire water, and that was all it took. Fire, water, and guns. Give them some guns and give them some alcohol. And they can conquer that whole nation. They're shooting up everything. Amen. Well, no Buffalo Lake for that. They got through with it. Shame also comes up from all of this sin. Shame entered there. Shame is a, it, it will chain you. Shame causes by continuous guilt. Uh, and when you are shamed, uh, you get angry when somebody confronts you. Because of the shame, you get, you get mad. Well, Isaiah 30 verse 1 says, Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, who take counsel and carry out a plan and cover with a covering, but not of mine. Who make a league and pour out a drink offering, but not of my spirit, thus adding sin to sin or weave a web. Who set out to go down to Egypt and have not asked me. To flee to the stronghold of Pharaoh and to the strengthen themselves in his strength to trust in the shadow of Egypt. I don't want to link card. I don't want to go to Egypt. Therefore shall the strength and protection of Pharaoh turn to your shame. And your refuge in the shadow of Egypt shall be your humiliation and confusion. That's a 
That puts socialism right there on the front row. That's what socialism is. It'll bring you to shame because if they can control how much money you got, if they can control what your income and give you your food and give you your clothes and give you your food, they got complete control over you. It's nothing but shame and confusion. The next thing you know, I'm just giving you is aware that the, the, the Federal Reserve is trying, their next plan is to give you digital, digital Bitcoin money. In other words, you don't need dollar bills. We're going to give you digital money. You'll have digital money. And guess what? Once we get you in the digital money scheme on the computer, the only way you can buy or sell is we cut your, your account off electronically. You ain't got nothing. All you got to do is get the button. Facebook is doing it now. Twitter is doing it now. Everybody, if you say something, you put the Lord's Prayer on that, they want to censor you. Yeah. Let them censor it. Shut it off. We were doing well without it in the first place. I don't need Facebook. We've been doing Facebook style all my life. I ain't never seen Facebook, Twitter. We didn't need that. We just talk. We can go back to talking, y'all, instead of going through the drive-thru. Amen. I was, went to the store the other day and, and uh, went to the drive-thru and, and give me some chicken. And I gave the lady, uh, it was something like uh, 886, 896. So I gave her, I gave her $10.86. And she couldn't figure out how much change to give me back. <laughs> I said, lady, give me $2 back. <laughs> Little girl, <laughs> give me $2. <laughs> Y'all laughing. She couldn't count. She, she couldn't figure it out. That's right. If the cash register don't say it, you can't, they can't give it back to you. <laughs> That's true. So what are you going to do? You want to be a Hittite or Amorite? Hittite is rejected. Amorite is full of pride. God said in Ezekiel 16.3, Thus said the Lord God of Jerusalem, represent Israel. Your spiritual origin and your birth were thoroughly a Canaanite. Your spiritual father was an Amorite, and your spiritual mother was a Hittite, rejected and despised. But we chopped that tree this morning, and we command every branch of that tree this morning to be broken in Jesus' name. I haven't dealt with stubborn and bitterness. I've got to deal with those two. Uh, and I think what we do with the tree, and then I can cut the root. Amen. Then we can cut Amen. that root off. Just cut it off. But I know ain't nobody in here stubborn, right? <laughs> no, he ain't stubborn. Yeah, he's stiffing my neck. Lord, you didn't do it my way, so there ain't gonna be no way. I'm gonna sit right here until you do it, Lord. Five years later, you still sitting there. <laughs> God ain't moved a bit. He ain't even concerned about it. You cried, you snotted, you boohooed. God said, I ain't. Emotions don't mean nothing to me. You can go ahead. Don't cry some more. Here, here's some more tissue. Don't cry some more. Get it out of your system, baby. Because I ain't changing my mind. No, I said. Father, we thank you this morning for this word. We thank you for breaking the yoke of the enemy off of our lives. We thank you that the curse is broken. According to Galatians 3.13, that Christ became a curse for us. For it is written, curse of any man that hang up upon a tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come upon them that believe in our heirs of salvation. So, Father, we receive by faith the blessing. We receive by faith the deliverance. We receive by faith. We receive your blessings in the name of Jesus. And by faith, we appropriate the blood of 
of Jesus this morning, the blood of Jesus that covers us with a covering, and Lord, the sin is broken, and that the curses are broken back 50 generations in our bloodline. We break these curses this morning off our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, and our great-great-grandchildren, and them that are to proceed behind them, Lord, that are coming. Even when we leave the earth, the curse will not work in our family. In the name of Jesus, we separate ourselves from the world. We separate our families from the world. We claim your word that our household shall be saved. We put them in your hand, Lord. We put them in your, you said you'd not lose one sheep. So we put our children, our great generations into your hand, Lord. Let not one be lost. We come into the covenant of God. The covenant is a sure covenant. Through the blood of Jesus, the covenant is a good covenant. The covenant is a better covenant than the covenant of Abel. And we thank you, Lord, that the blood of Jesus now speaks a better covenant. And so we appropriate what what you have done for us on Calvary. We chop off the tree. We chop off the top of this tree uh, of the Amorite and the Hittite. We chop off the stubbornness and rebellion and pride. We chop off the whoredom and idolatry. We chop off the lust and the perversion. We chop off the witchcraft and mind control and divination branches. We cut them off. We sub them up, Lord. Uh, uh, Chop them up in the name of Jesus. We lose angels to go to this tree of rejection and completely pull this thing down. Chop off the leaves of the wicked fruit that is coming off this tree of rejection. We rebuke it in Jesus' name. And we say that by the stripes of Jesus we've been healed. We command shame has no place. Jesus said despising the shame, he went to the cross. So Father, shame has been defeated in our lives in Jesus' name. And guilt has been been, uh, provided for us in the name of Jesus. Every shortcoming has been provided through Christ. He was rejected and despised of men for our sake. He was numbered among the criminals. He was numbered among the sinners. So Father, we thank you for the blood this morning. We thank you that the, the tree is coming down. We thank you that lives are being changed. I commend that python serpent, Lord, send angels that chop him up into little pieces, give him meat to the people, Lord, chop off his heads, chop off the heads of Leviathan. Leviathan has more than one head, that spirit of pride. According to your word, Lord, in, in uh, Job 41 and in Psalm 74, you break up the Leviathan in the sea and gave him meat to the people. So we pray that, that we devour pride. We lose humility and grace and mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand and pray. Praise God. Praise God. Did y'all receive that? Amen. All right. Hallelujah. So we'll continue. We've got a couple more sessions of this, and then we're, dude, this is what, uh, not Rosh Hashanah, but what is this? This is, uh, um, I just thought of it. Forgot about it, the Hebrew thing here. 